is the Rebel Author Podcast, where we talk about books, business, and occasionally bad words. Hello, Rebels, and welcome to episode five of The Black Heron. Today, Rachel and I talk about two books we were meant to talk about Happy Money by Ken Honda, but we, uh, because I got very swamped, we shifted that to December, and instead we talked about Quit by Annie Duke. So those are the two books uh, if you want to read along with us. Okay, these fireside, behind-the-scenes chats need no more introductions, so let's get on with episode five. Hello, friend. Hello, darling. How are you? I am so good. How are you? I am so good. I'm so oh, good. I'm so, so tell happy. Tell me to everything. Talk to you. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, where, where do we start? Where do we start? Well, it is almost December as we record, right? So, what, like, what work have you done in the last month? Because we were both kind of like, yeah, I finished that revision on Seven Miracles and got that was the incorporating the copy edits and also doing the edits um, based on my agent's good suggestions. And then I got it back on her desk and with the goal of hopefully getting it out um, on submission the first week of December, which is next week. And I and I hope that's what happens. I um, I am just so committed to her getting this to an Amazon imprint, probably Lake Union. And, um, and, and I know that she is still committed to selling it to a non-Amazon publisher, which I'm like, okay, you know what? We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, apparently uh, this is interesting. An editor, um, that she's, she had lunch with Ed Morrow, which is HarperCollins, um, was very interested in it. And she was going to go on our submission list, but HarperCollins is on strike. And she and Susanna said, um, so do you want to wait to submit? I'm like, no, I don't. That's what strikes get you. We're going to support labor. We are going to not take a book to a company whose workers are on strike for better pay and more diversity. Love it. Love it. Yeah. yeah, And also you want Lake Union anyway, right? You want Amazon publishing. Exactly. and I, and of course I cannot choose. I can't, I can't choose any of it. And, but I can't wait to talk about the book that we're going to talk about today because it's like <laughs> figuring in everything I am thinking about. Uh, but right now in terms of work for these next, the second two weeks in November, I've been building um, an evergreen course on the uh, publishing in today's market, traditional versus self. Um, it was going to be the webinar that I was going to do, but I canceled it because I didn't want to do it. I quit it. I oh, I love it. I love it. I, I quit it because, you know, I, I wanted it to be bigger and more expansive. And I was like, oh no, but people have paid money for this. Um, and you know what I did? I just wrote to all those people and I said, I will refund your money happily right now. Or the class is going to, the evergreen course is going to be double this cost and more than double the time. I'll give that to you at this price if you want me to keep the money. And that's how I pivoted which is also known as quitting, which I love. So uh, spoiler, we're going to talk about, what's her name? Annie. Duke. Annie Duke's quit, which is um, revelatory. And so, yeah, that's, that's what I have been doing. I've been working. I started filming and now I'm editing and I've got to do more filming, but I should, I should be able to finish it up next week. I'm hoping. So how long does it take you to get a course like from 
like the I've, start of doing the slide decks to putting hitting publish on the on the course site way too long way too long <laughs> and I've only ever done it once I only have one evergreen course that I did like six or seven years ago and it still reliably sells every month so I'm just being dumb by not having more and mm-hmm. I can like I'm trying to keep each section between five and ten minutes each little module especially for this because I'll be able to drop modules in as publishing changes and take them out and readjust them. And that'll be great. But I do, you know, a five, a five or 10 minute chat on a topic and then I move on to the next topic, but then it takes me like a bloody hour to edit that. And I'm trying yeah. to make it cute and do cuts and zooms and, you know, put in the slides and fun graphics. And so, but I, I think it just takes the time it takes. Right. And yeah. I, how did you record? I'm so, this is probably not done. This is absolutely not done, but I really like the very soft. This is so, this is so vain. Why do you ask the hard, hard questions? I like the soft filter that zoom gives you. So, oh, I record in zoom too. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. All it does is it's like, you because know, you can screen share. So like, why would you not like, you can why, then present to your slides. It, actually, I don't even do that. I put the slides on top of it later, but that doesn't take very long. But then what I do is I go into iMovie and I crop every, every, you know, video so that it just gets rid of my Rachel H. Wellington, New Zealand, she, her at the bottom. <laughs> okay. Thank you for not thinking I'm, um, and then I do everything else in iMovie, which is where I do yeah. all the editing. Is that what you yeah, do? Same yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah. 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 Great minds yeah. think alike. Yeah, exactly. Okay, tell me what you've so been doing. Well, it's so funny that you're you're talking about courses. I ran um, Hell Week for my patrons, and uh, I'm so it was far behind in your show. I'm like two months behind, which is great because then you get to tell me everything fresh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Hell Week was basically just for the patrons. It wasn't. I think I may have mentioned it on the podcast, but essentially, um, every quarter we have a Rebel Challenge, and one person will host every single week and they're just everybody volunteers in the patreon they are amazing they are literally the most supportive wonderful humans ever and it is it is incredible to watch and um so i hosted a week and like everybody does all different things some sometimes they uh, host sprints sometimes they share um uh rebels from history uh meditation uh links we've had a, a rebel olympics where they group wrote a story they like we've had all kinds of stuff but anyway the point of uh the rebel challenge is to deliver on stuff do stuff but in that quarter mm. and um so i decided to run a marketing week for them uh, because Ooh. everybody hates marketing right yeah. so but what i didn't want to do is like i don't profess to be you know like the mark dawson's or the sky warrens of this world right. i can't do any of that i can't teach anybody that what i can teach people is how to understand their genre and how to understand the market that they're going into so that's what i did and each day focused on like that this is how you uh, find and collect uh, comp authors this is how you uh, deconstruct covers to understand what the, the common themes and things are blah 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 anyway and when we got to like the end of the week they were like uh, um this should be a course and I was like Absolutely. oh oh yeah this should be a course so now I'm like in the back of my head I'm like expanding deepening and uh so I think that's what I'm gonna do I don't know when I'm gonna do it <laughs> because my, my production schedule doesn't have a lot of space at the minute but I need to find a space for it because I'm determined to do it before November next year so but anyway yeah so. that is such a brilliant idea that is 
And what I love about that is, is that is truly evergreen. You will be yeah. able to build that and leave it up forever because that's not going to change. It's not going to depend on which ad service is providing the better return right now as things change on phones and privacy rules and, and all that. That's perfect. And I want it. I want it to give yeah. you my money for that. <laughs> well, like so many people struggle to understand, like, am I steampunk or am I, I don't know, mm -hmm. industrial revolution or I don't mm -hmm. fucking know, but you know, like those new niche nuanced differences. And like, I didn't have to tell any of them what they were, but by following like the instructions and by following like the different bits, they all found stuff out about their genres. And I was like, so proud of them and also so thrilled that it was helpful. And uh, so, yeah, I think that is what I'm going to do as my next course. But um yeah. Anyway, my month has been bananas. I'm, <laughs> I'm literally bananas. So, oh my God, what? I don't even remember when we last spoke. So how, was I editing last time we spoke? Uh, yes, you were. So I finished editing and the best thing ever happened. I gave it to my critique partner who I love dearly because they literally made my month this month. And, um, I think I gave it to them on the Friday um, and they had a really busy weekend. Um, and then on, and they started reading it on the Friday. And then I got a text at about 11 o'clock at night because they're in New Zealand. And um, they were like, oh, I'm just going to sit down for, for an hour or something and read your book. And I was like, okay, cool. At three o'clock in the morning, my time, I get a text. Well, I've done no work and I've finished your book. So it's just literally like, oh my god, I love her so much. Like, oh, e even that's if amazing, like, yeah, like literally. This is the it, secret it, pen name book. I get confused. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I know. And I, so I was literally like, oh my god, like even if nobody else in the whole world does that, like I love this person so much for doing it <laughs> and for loving it and just all the support. And yeah, that's they will gorgeous. be listening, so they 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 will know that I'm talking about them. Um, and my <laughs> wife is reading it which is like unheard of. Yeah. And she is also very much enjoying it and has like stopped at work to read it, which is like, she doesn't even take a break at work. So I, I don't know what I did, but I did it done something well. <laughs> there's something, there's something really nice about a wife in that it's, I think like our wives in particular, like I know that yours is not going to bullshit you and mine is not oh going to bullshit my God. me. It's no, no, yeah. no. And, and, and she, she has, she read my first book and was like, hmm. <laughs> and yeah. we had one of the very biggest fights of my entire marriage when <laughs> she read my first book and told me that she hated the hero and I was like fuck you we're getting a divorce I'm just kidding yeah. but then my but then my editor came back and said oh you know I hated the hero I'm like oh you're right you're right absolutely yeah, yeah I'm gonna change that. <laughs> Yeah, Chloe is always super truthful uh, when it comes to my book. So, but but also that's what makes it mean even more yes, because absolutely. I know she isn't lying. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that's been wonderful. Um, and uh, what so is your time frame on this? On this, then, so it's basically with your critique beta, like, is, although maybe you do more betas later no no okay, only yeah. one so yeah. so my That's critique partner who lives in uh, New Zealand I didn't want any opinions I just wanted this person's opinion that's what I um do. but yeah because I cannot yes it damages my self-assurance if I Me listen too. to too many voices so yes. yeah so it was like one opinion and one opinion only so I've got their feedback and I need to um, incorporate that because there is no structural changes, not one change. There is only surface level tweaks. Which Why is, is that? Because you understand structure on a very deep level. 
and you put it into your books. Isn't that the most satisfying feeling when you get that back? And they're like, oh, I found a big problem. And you realize, oh, that'll take a paragraph. I can put yeah. that in a pair. Literally got that exactly. from my agent this week. She's like, I found a big problem that we forgot to. I'm like, no, that's that's literally one sentence. I just fixed yeah, it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's kind of where I'm at. So I don't think it's going to take me very long to do those edits. But um, this week I finished an audio book. I meant to ask you because you brought an audio studio. So I wanted yes, to, and I to have. talk to you oh about God. that. I haven't even set um, it up yet. That's the answer for that. <laughs> I haven't had time. Okay, that was nice and quick. Um, and I, yeah, so I mean, I've been writing a reader magnet and um, next week I will finish that and I'll finish. So I'm doing two, a warm reader magnet for the back of the book and a cold reader magnet, which is kind of like a prequel Perfect. sort yeah. of thing. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. And then like before Christmas, it's all marketing, um, finding authors, finding like Facebook groups, all of the stuff. Um, and then I'm hoping to launch I don't know if I should, I'm just going to tell you the date and then you can infer whatever you want to infer, knowing what you know about the book. The 10th of February, I think is when I'm going to go for, which is Lovely. An in, yes, an intentional date. Um, so yeah, that is the date that I'm going for, but it's very contingent on, uh, basically my editor didn't have any space. Mm. So scrambling around trying to sort other things out in the background but to find different uh editors within my price range uh, I so have, I, I, do you for like a copy editor kind of thing just like a very heavy proof I would say I have a fantastic person who is affordable and um uh she is Scottish and she's incredible and she and I'll say I'll, I'll shoot you her name and okay cool she, she's perfect perfect she's okay so excellent and she so yeah that's kind of me I'm I'm that's I'm out now that's all of the things I think <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool I like yeah. this catching up once a month because actually things have happened you know yeah, once a week you're like right? I, a lot. I don't know what happened in, in the last yeah month, yeah, yeah. And I existed I survived <laughs> exactly <laughs> I adulted <laughs> oh man yeah. yeah the only other thing that I'm working toward is this big walk that Lala and I are doing in December. It's like a four day, it's like a five day walk, four day walk with one day in the middle to rest, but it's um the Abel Tasman track. It's, it's one of the great walks in New Zealand. And uh, oh. yeah, so we've been training for months and we did um, our longest walk the other day, which was like 16 and a half K. Although I need to get it. We need to get up to about like 19 K. So we will have one more big practice walk, but yeah, that'll be huh. so that'll be like How the middle of December. Just so it's, it's five days plus like a day of travel on either side to get down to the South Island. So five days of walking 20K a day. Yeah, uh, four days because we're doing okay. it the, the middle-aged supported way. So that means that um, this co- we're paying this company a great deal of money to put a little packed sandwich in our hands at the beginning of the day, put it in our day pack and then that. pick us up at the end and drive us to the hotel where they, or the old I mean, that sounds inc- camp. That right. sounds incredible. Right. Like I'm all for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like sleeping out on the rocks and the, the bushes exactly. and the shrubs. Like I'm and then all there was for a, the sandwich packed. And... There was more, a more expensive version even than that too, that, that on the third day, instead of walking for four days straight, you could choose to do third day, just stay at the resort on the, you know, on the bay and relax. So we're doing it that way. So we're having a midday rest. That's Amazing. Fun. And yeah. like, is this just because you wanted a challenge? Yes. Or... Yes. You know, it is. You know, it's it is so interesting. No, I don't understand. Toward. 
how we are in such similar places because like literally so I went to a um uh, a writing retreat at, at my dear friend's caravan um I don't know time is a line whenever it was some some point in the last month <laughs> and one of the things I did was write a list of 100 dreams I think I got oh. just over halfway and one of them which is the one that has stuck with me the most is to do some kind of sporty athletic challenge that's like not a marathon because I've tried to train for a marathon three times and I have um uh, collapsed arches on my yeah, feet so I get you. really yeah. bad shin splints and stuff me so too. Like, yeah I was not built for running um so I was thinking like oh could I do an Ironman could I do half an Ironman could I do a triathlon or could I you know and but like none of these things really appealed to me but I was like I want a challenge like yeah. it needs to be something so like yeah I love that you're doing this Literally what about one it. of those long one of those long walks like they're too, I, too quiet yeah I think so I think so yeah it needs to be it needs to be I don't know like like high energy but like I don't really want to do a triathlon because I don't like swimming in water I can't see the bottom off (laughs) (laughs) that is that's for real yeah (laughs) you can can split triathlons you know, can you? you do the, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You could do the bike section while you're somebody else does the swimming section. Um, those yeah, can see, be fun, but I know that as like, a high competition, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to do that. Not, There's unless something it was like some kind of relay that was like, if that was the competition that everybody was doing at split, like then it would be okay. Ooh, yeah. yeah. But like, if something touched my leg in the water, I mean, everybody <laughs> around me would die. Like that would be it. Like, it, it would be over for everyone. Because you would, so, like, I just you would stand off. up in the water and just walk over their bodies on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> walk over their fucking bodies to get out of the waters. Something oh, hit me in the back too. I felt that. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a split. <laughs> oh, there is no part of me that would be okay. <laughs> oh literally yeah so i think open water swimming is out (laughs) but something something uh in the future anyway this is a future me problem oh that's because of course i've got no time i love the idea of the of the hundred dreams though that's 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 gorgeous i can't i can't take credit for it it was katie's idea and basically she started it and then the rest of us followed um and some of them are really big dreams and some Mm. of them are really tiny dreams so like Mm. one of mine um i there are very few things that i cannot um what's the word use willpower to like not do wait i think this might be the wrong way around as in i have quite good willpower most of the time there's one thing that will like sting me every time and it's a really good British scone and <laughs> like I just cannot if I see one that's it it's game over I have to ha- I literally have to have it it is a compulsion <laughs> I must eat it all of it every single crumb and uh but I, I don't know how to make them and so that's one of my dreams is to like learn how to make a scone because like I, that I is them. darling and your face yeah. is just like a beaming it's just a glow of sunshine when you think about doing that when I moved here I, I love nothing more than uh we're again we're twins but I'd love nothing more than a New Zealand cheese scone just absolutely the best thing and, and, and I went for like cafe to cafe to cafe to try all of them along with them um, um uh, hot crust buns I'm also obsessed with hot crust buns at Easter which goes for like four months here which is fantastic but the cheese and then I learned how to make them I know I can make that I can just whip them up I think mine are the best 
I whip them up sometimes when Lala is playing D and D, and then I'll just sneak one into her desk. And it's the, oh my it's, god, you are the best wife ever. The most satisfying thing to be journaling and go, oh, I want a scone. I will have one in half an hour, hot from the oven. You're going it's to so do. I this. need to do it. I am. I am. I literally am going to. Like, and it's going to make me so happy when I actually do it. I might. I might make a point to learn over Christmas when I'm not like you know crazy with all of the other things going on. And I'm going to teach my son. I have a suggestion too. This, this, um, I, I would recommend that you go to like a British Reddit baking group because Reddit will tell you the real best recipes. Like okay. Googling for recipes won't, but Reddit will be like, this one is delicious and it takes 19 years off of your life. And <laughs> this one is the easiest and also the best tasting. So just do it this way. Like that's, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm on it. I will do that. I will go down a Reddit rabbit yeah, hole. That was I don't usually recommend that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. For scones, it's it's allowed. <laughs> totally. Um, so quit. 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 So I mm-hmm. heard you and Joanna talking about it, and I am, you know, always about a book. And it's it's making it into my do book you know, the things to do, to think about. Also, Sasha, it, uh, it prompted the idea for a new book to write. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Tell me everything. Or maybe it's going to incorporate like into the, I think it's going to be a little book about writing and not like, you know, I want to do the, I want to do the Rachel version of the war of art. We've talked about it and it may fit into that, but, but it, I want the subtitle to be something like, um, everything no one wants to tell you about writing and publishing your book. <gasps> I already need to read this book. Like immediately like it needs the, to be written so I can read it. Like the real shit. Like when should you, I, 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 I'm one of those believers that there's no unsalvageable book. I really do. Um, however, there's a time to quit trying to fix your book and quit trying to make it perfect and you need to quit that. There's also a time to quit trying to be traditionally published with this particular book. And what does that time look like? And how do you set, so in quit, the things that were really blowing my mind and I wanna hear about from you, but um, this idea of the the turnaround, knowing what your turnaround point is. Um, the kill, the kill, the, uh, the kill, kill criteria. Criteria, that was yes. my big takeaway. Yes. So let's, let's explain it for people who haven't read it, but like you go into a goal and she, she makes this really, really strong point that quit is the opposite of grit. It literally is the Mm -hmm. other side of the coin and we glorify grit, but if you quit something at the right time, you are able to do something else and it is as important. And so if you're hiking on a mountain, Mount Everest, you have a turnaround point. And if you, you know, even if you like, there was one, there were, there were people that were like 300 meters from the top and they hit their turnaround time and they had to turn around so, and maybe never go back. I've read that book and I oh, read it into whilst I was doing, John yeah, I read it whilst I was doing that trek. What? Literally, it was the most meta thing in the world. Yeah, I've trekked up to Mount Everest Base Camp and then I summited a mountain called Kalapatar, like right next to it. So we didn't go, we didn't go where you needed oxygen, but we were literally right on the line of like if we'd taken one step more, we would have needed oxygen. Um yeah, like this was like I a, feel like yeah, I need oxygen was... knowing that. And you were reading that book because he's such a brilliant writer, John Krakauer. Oh my god. Yeah, it 
I, I wouldn't recommend doing no. that. No, no. <laughs> Having read the book. <laughs> read that in bed at home yeah, read it after, after when you get home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so what I, something else that really knocked me out in the book was learning about. Oh God, I have it, I have it up right here. Um, his name is Jeffrey Rubin. Who Which one, what did- Jeffrey Rubin, who with Joel Brockner studied the behavior of sunk cost fallacy, this thing that you know people have put in so much time and energy into doing something that they can't let it go, mm-hmm. um, and that it's literally impossible for them to like get out of their brains and understand that this is where you should quit. And he wanted to summit the hundred tallest peaks in America, I want to say. And he did 99 of them. And on his hundredth, his friend that he was hiking with turned around and said, it's not safe. And then he didn't. And on his hundredth, on the last one, he died. He fell, fell to his death. And he had written the literal book about sunk cost fallacy. And isn't that crazy? Like they, there's so many things in that book that were like, you cannot even trick yourself into being rational about this. And that was the thing that I was like, oh, wow, I need, I'm going to need rational, objective people around me forever, including a coach, because I want to be the best. I want to earn the most. And like, in order to do that, I need to be able to let go and pivot and not like cry and tantrum about it. (laughs) So the, so that kill cart criteria is so important. We used it just the other day when we were hiking actually on this big, the, the, the long hike that we did, we found this place that was kind of, it had a hill, but it was, we couldn't get lost. Cause I were always getting lost on the New Zealand trails. Cause fuck all trail, all trails fail is that app that I use. Um, and we were going to do this circle twice. We're going to do a six kilometer circle twice. I'm sorry, three times in order to get our 18K that we wanted. All trails lied, it was a little bit shorter than that. But we just, and I knew that I could hurt myself trying to do that if, you know? So Lala and I used that word unless that she talks about. We said, we're gonna hit 18K today unless, and then I explained kill criteria. And I said, unless either of us feel like we are too tired and might get injured, then we will turn around. So here's why I think this book in particular resonated for you and I, and it's because we have competition. So like for people who don't understand competition, we are, we are wired to, to go. And there is, there's two options, win or death. Yeah. And that's it. Like there is no quitting. You, uh, you know what? It's interesting about your higher competition than mine. You can say win or death. I hide it. I say like, oh, I want to, I really want to get to the goal. But in my soul, I'm saying win or death. Yeah. You actually say that loud. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. There is, there is, there is nothing else. That is my two <laughs> options in life. <laughs> but like, so because of that, I'm like, oh, wait, like quit is an option. Like I didn't know that that and it was could a be thing preferable. that we could do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that was the thing when I realized it it could be preferable because, okay, you might lose this battle, but by quitting and pivoting, you could win the war. I was like, baby, I'm here for the war. Like I want to win the war so we can pivot. And that was like such a, like, it just blew my mind that, that, that it was a, a strategic choice that we could make. And it, and it actually didn't mean that we were failing. We weren't losing. We were it was a sidestep in order to climb up a better, faster route. And that I was we just can't like, oh my see. God, this is amazing. That we can't that, see. That we can't see. And that is I'm why tested. we need outside people. You what? I test, you know, she talked about the, um, how people never change queue in a, in a supermarket. Yes. That, that blew my mind. Can you explain that? What she said it. there? 
so basically she was like what happens is when we approach the um checkouts in a supermarket we pick the queue that we think is going to be the quickest and then we stay there no matter fucking what literally like our feet have been piled drive into the ground um but actually like i couldn't i can't remember the specific statistics but if you swap uh, as an opportunity arises you are much more likely to get through quicker seriously i've done it every single time i have got through faster because i've like checked who was behind me (laughs) i'm like everything has blown my mind about this book and yeah. that's and that's what it says about like how deep this is internalized in us that we have put in i don't know 97 seconds standing in this line but now i am committed and they proved that the longer you are in line the more committed you are to the line just like, like just like the Canada. more committed you are to anything so yes. something that you've created the amount of time you've yes. put into it like all of this so for example like the this like and and I think that's why I clung so much to the, to the first series that I wrote and now I'm just like mm-hmm. yeah it's to me like what's next what's next mm-hmm. like and 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 I have sat down with Ellie and I have said we need kill criteria because mm. I I don't care what it fucking takes like with the pace that I can write now like I have the ability to pivot quickly in order to be able to make good money I understand marketing like this now is just a matter of time before I beat the odds so like I need kill criteria so like even though I will be desperately sad if I can't make this current genre work too bad (gasps) we will pivot but and I know I sound ruthless saying that but I don't care the bigger goal is more important like the bigger win is more important and quick 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 pivot 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 learn 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 iterate 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 fucking win yes I need that as a sound for TikTok right there that what you just said yes but what you're saying is exactly um the Ikea effect that she was talking about if you build a nice stand from Ikea you are more likely to not want to get rid of it or sell it or assign it a higher value than it is worth than if you bought the same piece. And, and then my brain was just, so my brain was exploding while I was reading quit um, for my own life. And also for working with students, like when, what could be more Ikea effect than writing a book, right? Like we are so attached to these products that our brains have built and dreamed up. And for some people have been working on for 10 years or more. And that's when as a writer and as a writer of this book, I want to encourage people, you have to finish your book and get it out there in some way possible. Look for an agent. If you want an agent, what are your kill criteria for quitting that? What then put it up on self, you know, if you want to self-publish it, what is your quick kill criteria for marketing? I loved what I love the ruthless, um, the ruthless Becca Syme this last month, the, 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 uh, podcast on, if you look up capricious, the market was, and yeah, capricious, the market is. And then Mm. also just, um, quit throwing, I mean, in, in, in simple terms, quit throwing good money after bad. You can't, if you can't make your book sell, you can't make your book sell. What are you going to do next? So here is what I'm trying to do with that kind of ethos and mindset. Tell me. I am allowing myself to be extremely precious over the draft. I love this. Love this. Nobody is allowed to tell me shit whilst I'm drafting. I'm not going to be telling anybody shit whilst I'm drafting. 
that is the time that I can tantrum. I can, it can be my baby. It is, it is the greatest fucking thing I've ever done. Like all of the rest of it, all of the shit that I need to tell myself that I need, you know, that I want to feel, I will let myself feel it. And then the minute it's done, that's it. And I will yes completely let go and at that point then it's just an asset and I it needs to be iterated to it to it to its peak performance and and the thing that I get to be precious about is the next draft but that's it and 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 because otherwise if I take that ability to be precious away over it over everything then I don't connect enough with it and like we are the sensitive creative souls that need that moment of like being at one with our Mm -hmm. art and then we need to be ruthless motherfuckers immediately that it's done with a completely different mindset towards the business and the marketing and and I think that if we can do that then that is how we create success because we have the best of all of the worlds at the moments that we need it it's so funny that we're doing this at the exact same time because, you know, the the three months that I spent writing Seven Miracles, I was nothing but precious and I was in love and it yeah. was the best thing I've ever written. And I didn't, you know, I, I never show my books to anybody except, you know, my agent um, or sometimes one, my, one critique partner. Uh, and it was the best. And the quit book helped me realize that, you know, how I've been optimizing my brain for making the most money from this book and what could, what could do the best thing. And I have, I've let it go. I've decided to let Susanna, my agent, have it. And if she does with it something, that's great. But me sitting and stressing, can I make more money self-publishing? Yes, I could. If I wrote a series, do I want to write a series? All of that stuff, I'm just going to show up in the moment when I have to make a decision and make the best decision I can and then cut it loose. One thing I want to point out that you just said is that you know we allow ourselves to be as precious as we want to be, which is as precious as possible while we're writing the drafts. But you are not talking about writing a draft that took you three or four years to puzzle out and puzzle over. We are still doing this professionally. The thing about that little book that I want to write is I want to make it really clear in this book. This is not for the writer who wants to write one great masterpiece in their life. And that's their goal. Or they want to write their memoir for their grandkids. That's not for this person. This is for the career writer who wants to make a career of it. And here is the hard part that some of your books just won't sell. Hush, I've, yeah. I've been really open yeah. with this. Hush, little baby, best book I've ever pu- have, had published has sold. I just checked twenty two hundred copies total. Hardcover, paperback, and audio. That's it, you know. And the first, the book right before it earned out and is still making me royalty. So there's there's no rhyme or reason, and I can't stress over it. I just have to quit the fuss. I'm quitting mm-hmm. the fuss. It's so hard though, and and I really agree with what you said because I think we if we are career authors, we are also business owners. And that is a very different thing. It's like when, you know, um, what's her bloody name? Elizabeth Gilbert talks about when your um, creativity has to pay the bills and the the impact on that. And I, I have always understood what she said, but it has jarred in me. And I couldn't Mm -hmm. work out why I had a problem with it because I was like, what is so bad? with the creativity that pressure on the creativity and I do and I kind of agree with her and disagree with her and I think that um now I understand what it means for me personally and it's that separation between okay drafting is when I get to be precious and then after that's done we don't get to be that anymore I like that yes 
I literally said to my book, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I just, yeah, it's healthy and it means that you can um, have the pressure on that product because it's gone now. Yeah. And trying, and I'm going to try to have sensible pressure on the product, you know, and again, we can't see this for ourselves. We can't see when to quit, but having kill criteria in mind is a great way to go. But um, I love, I love what she says about not putting pressure on the, on the art. And I, I literally told seven miracles while I was writing it. I, I had this little journal inside seven miracles inside the Scrivener draft where um, I usually have a, an ongoing journal in a book, right? You know, I show up and sit down, you know, talk like for two minutes about how I'm feeling. And it usually morphs into writing about the story. And then sometimes I get a little bit of dialogue and now suddenly I'm writing and I'm writing for the day. Um, but this one, I kind of almost prayed to the book. Like I just would write to it. And I would say, you're so cute. Oh my God, you're so adorable. Look at your cute little cheeks. And I told it over I and over again, it. you don't have to do anything or be anything. You don't have to make any money. This is just you and me playing. We're just playing together. That, that, oh. that, uh, my friend talks about how we have to find our inner two-year-old and like, that. so yeah. do you have like a word for each year? I usually do. And for 2022, I don't think I ever got around to it, but I usually do. Okay. So my and it's so in keeping with this book, but my my word for 2022 was no. It was mm. the year of no. And mm. I was going to get better at saying no so that I could say yes to the stuff that I wanted to say yes to. Mm-hmm. And what I have decided is that for 2023, my word is going to be joy. It is going to yes. be my year of joy. And like, I will not do a goddamn fucking thing unless it is going to bring me joy, which means all of the books I write have to be, have to bring me joy. And like, I don't know why I haven't been doing that. Like, I don't know why it's taken me so long to like get to that realization. But it's so... I feel like I write faster and I write better. Oh, if absolutely. I'm full of joy. Absolutely. Absolutely. As soon as the dread sets in, and that's honestly why I don't want to write a second. Um, I don't want to write a series in this, in this world. Don't I mean, it. and I, and I, well, I would, if like, you know, what if Lake Union came back with a huge three book deal? I mean, that, that huge three book deal is going to bring you some joy, right? And so. I would, and I would make the books <laughs> super fucking joyful, but if yeah. I were to self-publish it, I don't think I, I don't think I would. So, um, yeah, yeah. I love your word. I'll have to think about my word. It might be play, but I'm not sure yet. Oh, I love that. Um, I love yeah. that. Um, very, very like they mesh together. Like yeah, joy they do. And play. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had one other realization this month and it's an embarrassing one. <laughs> Tell me. So I had an unconscious bias against books written fast. Oh, interesting. I used to have that one and I did get over it, but I absolutely had it. What changed your mind? Because I'll tell you what changed my mind after you say. So um, I think that it was a self-limiting belief. Oh. Yeah, because um, I write the best books that I personally can write by writing them at the actual fastest pace I can possibly go. And the reason for that is that I, by writing as fast as I can possibly write and that being the marker of that's the goal for this book, um, I don't have time to engage any critical anything. So I stop kind of um, uh, uh, blocking myself. I stop cock blocking myself. I stop overthinking. I stop, um, criticizing. I don't think it's, it's, I just don't think it just, it just comes out. And, um, the way that I kind of realized that that was a thing is because 
of the reaction that I had from my critique partner because I, I gave it to them and I was like, you know, take three weeks, it's fine, whatever you need to, to read the book. And I really genuinely expected to have to rewrite big chunks of the book. Like that was my expectation. That was what like and and I'd sort of sent this listed of like 7,000 caveats and the response came back like shut up fuck no oh my god this was amazing love for it you know like and it was just and I was like right okay so I was completely wrong then and it just and I was like right yeah so um I guess I can write a good book even if it's been written quickly so um especially if it's been written quickly especially if it's been written quickly and I know that's not the case for everybody yeah but like honestly my inner critique critic is a complete asshole and and will take me down it's like one of the only things that can take me down I can take me down so fucking fast and I will and I do and 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 I literally slow myself down thinking that that is the right way to do things and like the more I've thought about this I have literally run at a thousand miles per hour my entire life and I think it comes from because Ellie has asked me to do some thinking about where this has come from my whole life I've been told to slow down. Everybody, every single fucking person. We do, we do, we do, we do, we do, we do. Slow down. And I'm like, why? There's so much life to live. I want to live all of it. Like, and the only way to do that is to live it really quick and full and intense and just like so yeah, like it's been, it's been a an awakening. Oh, that is gore. Just that is absolutely beautiful. And I resonate with every single word. I realized that my best books that I ever wrote were the ones that I wrote at full tilt, usually at a you know panic or like a deadline or something like that. But this last one I wrote at full tilt because that's how it feels good to me for the, exactly the same reason. My, my critic doesn't have the time or honestly the energy to put up a fight because I've already used all that energy in the production yeah. that day and yeah. the doing of the work, um, tum- you know, tumbling downhill doing the work. But the other thing is I'm able to hold everything in my rather porous memory. Yes, You know, it's like going to summer camp. Like you go to summer camp and you intensely engage with, you know, 20 other, I never actually went to summer camp, but I can imagine it would be like intensely engaging with 25 other 30 people and you get to know them so well and you know everything about them and you can remember when their grandfather died and, and all of this stuff. And then you can let it go. But it's all held together as, uh, whereas if you spread that over a year or two, that's why people write their first four chapters over and over and over again. And so those two things combined. And I have to tell you that, um, the people telling me to slow down every part of my, since I was, you know, five and my, yeah. my mom took me, my, you know, holistic mom took me to a doctor to see what was wrong with me. Cause I couldn't be turned off or slowed down. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and it's ADHD and it's also the way I, I run. And then, um, I was at a, I was at a psychiatrist, um, because I was like, do I, 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 I was probably 35 and I was like, and you know, I've been told before I was hyperactive and ADHD, but I don't believe it. Do you think I have ADHD? He's like, okay. Yeah, no, you have ADHD heater. Absolutely. But he also said, he also said, do you do things faster than everybody else? Do you talk faster than everybody else? But do you actually do them well faster than everybody else? And he did all these things. And he diagnosed me with something called hyperthymia, which is basically the manic end of um, of bipolar too. I'm laughing, but like, it's, it's the manic without the low. It's the high speed yes. without ever hitting yes. the low. And yeah. it runs in my family's like, oh yeah, I, I think you're hyperthymic too. And it was this permission, just I'm always going to run fast and high and mostly positive, of course, with some big, big downswing sometimes. But but 
that's who I am and that's how I do things. And so let me ask you this, how does it feel now when people tell you to slow down? Cause I just want to pop them. I am just like, just fuck off out of <laughs> like, I don't even, it's just like, it's just like bounces off me now. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, <laughs> sure, honey, mm-hmm, pat on the head. Like, <laughs> do you hear it though? And like, sometimes I will hear it after I speak or teach in person a lot. There will always be the person who comes up to me afterwards and says, but I just wish you would slow down. I didn't get all that. I'm like, I can't, I can't yeah, please, I somebody- please buy the recording. Yeah, I had somebody at the um the the conference that I spoke at back in September come up to me and go, You have a lot of energy. <laughs> uh-huh. And they were like, mm. And I was like, oh, bless. I I am just in your podcast. I'm up to the point where you're just recovering from that. And, oh, okay. and, and how you said you loved being on the stage, but like, yeah. And afterwards when people would come up to you, oh, oh, so difficult. Yeah. Okay. I, I so would, is I would, go on. Sorry. Oh no. Is I was just going to ask, is there anything after reading the book that you were shocked to think you might have to quit? Um, shocked to think I might have to quit. I don't honestly think I have one and I worry that I'm not seeing it. So I will be talking to yeah, about I, things, I, but I feel like I I've done say, so much quitting. Yes. Well, this was my year of no. And I, and I was yeah. saying this to my friends at the, at the caravan as well, is that it's actually taken me all year to be able to say, to get to yeah. that point where I can say no. So like now, for example, I have, co- I have got to the point where four out of five days I'm working for myself on the projects that I want to be working on and only one day now is like left for everything else um and and I have and I yeah I mean more or less there are some weeks when I have to do more days some you know you know what it's like but uh most of my time now is my own and that is purely because I have gotten better at saying no I still feel like I have not got my email system right because I am not fast at replying. That's the one thing in my life I am not quick at. Me fucking <laughs> too. Right? I just want to quit email. I've more or less quit Facebook. Um, and and it's stuff like, I, I feel like the quitting... So like, for example, one of my friends whilst we're on this caravan challenged me and it was a really le- like legitimately brilliant challenge because um, of the genre. They were like, oh, well, there are certain things in the genre, um, you know, that that are really popular and like add ons, for example. And I was like, yeah, no, no, I'm not doing that. Not doing that. Not doing that. Not doing that. And they were like, well, maybe you what's an add on? Because- I don't I don't know. Actually yeah. Um, it, like things add on would be like merch or you know like just oh, additional ew. things yeah right. no and I was just like yeah I'm not interested in doing any of those things and it's not that I won't do it in the future it's not that I shouldn't maybe I should be doing it but I don't want to do it, it doesn't bring me joy it's not where I want to focus I want to focus on getting more product out right now like that is where my focus is so for me I feel like the quitting is co- constant I feel like I am empowered to say no it's just so like it's combined with the no, right? The no is a quit in the moment. And Ooh, so I'm trying to do yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're projecting into the future. You're seeing what it would look like. You're you're pre-quitting it. Yes, exactly. Instead of 10 it. years ago when we would have seen I, 10 years ago, I was saying yes to literally everything. If and that you was my and that was my stated thing. If somebody asked me to do it, I will do it. I will try it. I will, I will, I will do whatever. I will work for free. I will do all of it. Perhaps yeah, can you lengthen your um 
your autoresponder? Because now that my autoresponder answers so many questions, I literally hear back from people who write to me and then they write right back to me and say, I got the answer I needed. Thank you very much. Your autoresponder is great. Wow. I, love yeah, I need to update my autoresponder. I it's think. also a bit dickish, but I don't, I don't care because I'm not dickish no, anywhere else in my life. But yeah, your autoresponder is amazing. I, I have looked at it and gone, oh, like, try it. Try it, so try it for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I need it, to, I need to helps. update mine, make it more comprehensive, I think. Cause I have did, one. Yeah. It's just, yours yeah, is great too. Us. Yours is great. Yeah. I think I could be better with it though. I can answer more questions and like, cause the big one is like podcast pitches. I'm really slow. I'm like four months behind getting back to pitch requests and, and I get chased constantly. So I think I need to like add more things like that in that just explain. I wrote in my, even. Uh, does Becca do that for you? Um, she does a Different lot. Becca, your assistant, Becca. Becca yeah, Simon is over there doing your email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she does do a lot, but um I respond to the pitches. So I just fixed this because that was the thing I was the slowest at too. Um, because I have not been able to let go of any email handling because I am a control freak and I can't do it. But what I did is I drafted something for my assistant to say um in my words for him. And I forward the pitches to him and I say either yes, publicist if this is a publisher's request or yes, author request or no pub, no author. And then he's got four scripts that he uses. And then he has my Calendly that is, it is now full till March because I only open two slots a week. Um, and if they can't wait until, you know, March to be on my podcast and they don't need to be on it, it's fine. And he handles all of it. And now these things are showing up on my Calendly and my assistant sends the bio and the headshot and I show up on the day. Do you know but what? I make the decision. I, need- I, I look at it and say, you know, you are a wanker because you get those, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the, the, the guy who has just published the, the book that will change the world and needs to be on your show. And he's, and you could tell he's an asshole, even in that that's a no author. And, and Ed has the words to say no to that person. And I don't have to do it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be doing this. Um, I think the thing that I am rubbish at is making the decision in the moment. Cause I like block all my decisions and then make loads of decisions all at once. I do that but, all at once. I let them wait in my box okay. for a week. I collect them okay, all and then I okay. send them all in a batch. And the add. other thing that I took from that is, um, I am really, so the one thing that I need to quit is working evenings. Yes. Um, you do. I do need to quit working evenings to a certain extent, because of course, because of time zones, I do have to do the podcast like now. in the evening. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, sorry about that. But no, it's so fine. Uh, but also this is fun. And uh, this brings me joy. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> but my poor wife has been neglected quite a lot recently. And I am acutely aware that I miss her. Mm-hmm. And if I'm at the point where I miss my wife, I need to fucking do something about it. So um, I think what I'm going to do is restrict my calendar even further to just one day of the week, because at the moment I have two, sometimes three days that oh, I will restrict allow it to one. into. I have it yeah. Thursdays and I have two slots. And if they don't fit, it's just not a fit for me. And they're going to get on other podcasts. Just yeah, restrict I think it. I'm going to do that because Thursday is my meetings day as well. So I would love it to be on like, cause I do meetings in the day on Thursdays as well. I, I'm going to do it. Oh my God, fuck me. I already feel so much better. Oh, I love this. <laughs> it's the best <laughs> feeling. And they can wait for a week for a response yeah. from your assistant or more because they've got you, they've got your autoresponder. They know you have it. Yeah. You know, oh, 
I love this. I it's love gonna this. be the best. I, yeah. I, I about about a year or two. No, I guess when we moved here, I started to try to because New Zealand is so about work life balance. Nobody stays at work after four thirty. Everybody's home by five. That's why all the shops close at five, except for grocery stores. Like there's you can't you can't go to buy shoes, you know, in the evening. But people are just gone whoosh out. Um, and so I, when we moved here, I decided I would stop work at five. I'd work like, you know, cause normally I'm working by seven. So seven to five. Now I've gotten into seven to four and I try to leave the office things half done at four and I go for a hike and then I get in the bath and I don't hit it all the time, but it's a time restriction and I needed a time law for myself. And I get points. I mean, I get bonus, like stickers and stuff in my do mojo you, if I do you stop work on time. But do you work from seven until four. Yeah, I don't take breaks. So Sometimes I'll make myself that? take a reading break. I don't know how many that is. Nine to five. And the seven to four, uh, be nine, nine hours. Yeah, okay. So, so, that, so this is another reason that I work evenings because I get from about 8.45 until 3.15. That's it. Like those are my working hours. Yeah, so then, yeah. yeah and, and it's I'm not enough. Nine. It's not, yeah, it's not anywhere close to enough. And bear in mind, at least 90 minutes of that is also then taken up with boot camp because I work out yep. five times a week. Which is necessary, so yeah. It is necessary. Yeah. I literally cannot believe the change in me. I'm like happy all of the time. And I swear it is because I am working out. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um but I'm getting like four hours a day to work. So that is why it does then creep, you know, so then I do an hour of admin once Atlas is back from school after I've set him up. And then it's like, but actually I'm like, I don't want to be doing that fucking hour because I want to be playing with him or, you know, whatever. I mean, like, that's why I'm trying to then not work for school holidays, but I do end up, it does end up leaking into the evenings because four hours, it isn't enough to run your own business. Well, it might be enough to run it, but it's not enough to grow it. Yeah. 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 So that's when it comes to maybe like time blocking around making rules around. These are the four nights you're with Chloe and the other three nights you're going to try not to do very much work, but you can, you're allowed to work on those nights. That's when you'll do podcasts. That's when you'll fit email in, but like more rules. And then the rules you break, we break the rules all the time, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I I don't know why I haven't just restricted it to to one day a week. It's the best. I call it talking Thursday. Yeah. And I, and I wake up in the morning, I tell Lala, I'm like, it's talking Thursday. I'm going to talk all day, but that's when I do meetings. That's when I do. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, yeah, I love it. And that it is, that is, that is happening now. I am doing that and it is going to be Thursday as well. Cause it's always, it was always my lowest word count day as well. So that's why I put it on Thursday because then I don't feel bad about not getting words, which I wasn't I've heard other anyway. people say that. I think we just get yeah, tired Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, we need a break. And then we can do Friday. I, Cause I'm exactly yeah. the same way. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Look at us. So I know. Iterating, so what optimizing. Do, you need to do before the end of the year. So, um, I'm going to enroll the next 90 um, days to done courses. I'm going to get this evergreen up. I'm going to do the walk. And hopefully, I will edit the first three chapters of the memoir for my agent to send out um, on submission on proposal. But I'm also, the you know, quit is in my head. It's really interesting that I'm trying to do this balancing act. Like I've been so focused on making these books hit and letting go of that and just saying, oh, it's a product now. Maybe they'll do really well and maybe they won't. And I'm going to do my best with it, but quitting the stress about optimizing every part of their 
existence and moving into the world. If I end up self-publishing both of them and doing the best I can, that's great. But letting go of that is good. So um, yes, editing the memoir, enrolling and evergreen course and the hike. I guess that's a lot. That is quite a lot. That. Plus a pa- <laughs> plus two Patreon essays. So um, what about you? Um, so I will have finished outlining book two, written a sub 20k novella a reader magnet that will probably be about 5k um and then I will have done like setting up the website setting up the mailing list doing the autoresponders all the research for the Facebook groups like research on ads research not not like just different types of yeah all of the things I will have I've all have done all of the things by the end of the year (laughs) hopefully I'll have launched an audiobook as well um that is a lot too it is a lot it is a lot especially because like I finish on like the 20th of the summer <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's absolutely you fine it. you can do it uh, yes so what do you, you mean know how I was like oh go on I was just gonna say you know how I was like I'm not gonna work any evenings might work some evenings. <laughs> <laughs> but prioritizing making yeah. sure that Chloe knows that she is a priority and you're trying to work her in and these are some inviolate days that like we have yeah. this plan and I'm gonna do it no matter what that'll make her and yeah. you feel so much better too yes yes what was I gonna yes. what was I gonna ask you oh the Facebook groups what are you doing research on Facebook groups because I don't even I... so you know like reader groups where you are allowed to post like your oh, book okay. or you're That's allowed to now. ask for advanced yeah, yeah. readers or you know stuff like that because I'm starting from zero so I have no advanced readers to read hey, that's something that's something for your assistant to research no I, I don't know do if it. they will I have mm. asked before and that's not like one of the things that they like doing so <sighs> and also like I think for me because it's a specific niche I just want to know that it, I want to know that I have done it and that yeah. I've done the due diligence like yeah. because that's like a marketing thing for me that I really in, like I enjoy it as well like making sure I'm finding the right perfect thing okay. to hit then the market that's your thing. yeah 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 the things that I don't like are like scheduling or like creating images or you know all the rest of it like that I don't want to do, I don't want to do that I'll chuckle it that way um so when we meet next time it's going to be the end of the year do you how do you feel about goals like I do you set goals for the year or like do you I do like, I love okay. I love goal setting follow through I have learned from Clifton Strengths. Um, is I'm really easy with missing goals and moving goals and changing goals and hopefully quitting goals if I need to, but I love setting them. I get so much energy out of planning. I love, you know, I've Mm. done Sarah Cannon's HB 90. Oh, Sarah listens to the show. Hi, Sarah. Did you know that? Uh, she, she she had mentioned I wasn't sure if she listened yes yes basically yes is the answer yes Sarah we I love did you now know. yeah oh, we, we love do. you I actually, so, and, oh my god yeah. I loved her so much I have changed my whole office because of her she's amazing <laughs> <laughs> we, we all have oh see and I can see your Kanban behind you I have done yeah. that Kanban so many times I will never ever move a post-it to save my life I will make all the posters. I will look at them. I will lick them, but I will not move a post-it. So I just gave up. Look at my glorious no. done. Oh, hang on. Look at how many fucking post-its I have smashed That's off that board. So yeah. Okay, but I, oh, I forgot to tell you this. I know this is a long episode, but um, I, I switched. I did um the, the brain, the brain book, um, building a second brain. And I switched oh. to use Notion for everything. And I'm basically doing Kanbans in Notion and to-do lists and little journals. And it's been so so I'm doing that digitally and on my phone and it's really making me happy it's making me so happy 
Okay, so I can't do that digitally. For some reason, to-do lists have to be written in my physical hand. However, I have made a switch. Well, I am in the process of making a switch. So I ordered the new Kindle Scribe. I, don't oh, know if I, have... I asked for it for Christmas. I want it so bad. I want oh it so my God. bad. Because like the thing that I do is that I write in books, right? Yes. I literally, I, I deface every single book that I read. Absolutely. Um, but digital books are like half the price. And so like in all- I this, still like, mark in, because I use Kindle and I still leave notes, but the stupid little typewriter so on the Kindle. Oh my God, and I, so I just don't even bother to autocorrect. And then later I'll be like, hey, to put the question mark. I'm like, what the what did I mean? I know it was genius, but I don't know what yeah. I said. So yeah. to, to so, write in it. So excited. I literally am so fucking <laughs> excited to get this Kindle. So, and, and so what I've been doing is reading more on my Kindle to try and get me back into reading on the Kindle. Mm. But like, I just have like a really old paperwhite. But yeah, I'm super excited because I'm like, this is going to literally save me like 50% of my spend. And that is, will not be in the hundreds. <sighs> let me put it that way. <laughs> my so oh this is this is another thing we're doing right now is we're trying to maybe apply for a mortgage we are applying for a mortgage we may not get it because i have all offshore earnings because it's all in the states and lala's not working right now so it might not happen but they, they came back to me and they're like so you have this write-off for books is that <laughs> is that actually my she very carefully said are you fucking kidding me are you lying is this are you just trying to get around things i'm like no that is actually i'm so <laughs> embarrassed that's like my probably highest spend on, oh, on, a, on a material doubt. object. I don't buy clothes or cars or anything like that. Shoes, Mine was no, all books. not in the hundreds and it didn't no, start no. with a one last year. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And here in New Zealand, like a paperback is $35. So I only probably buy four books a month paper and the rest is digital. Cause I can't, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm super excited for the, for the new Kindle scribe. Like I am so all in with that now. And like, I wouldn't, I swore I would never go digital, but like, I just also like, I want to travel more. And that yeah. is like a substantial amount of money I can save. Yes. And I actually have been saving it. And I have a substantial amount of money in my bank. There was just book money. <laughs> it's mortifying. That is a really good concept. Though. I love doing those kind of little savings tricks. Like what would I have spent on paper? Move the difference into the savings account. Yeah. Or yeah. Again, I can't take credit for that. It was my friend who told me to do it. And I'm Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Ugh. So many things. We've got so many things. So are right. we going to talk goals next time? Yes. Let's do, let's do goal. Let's do goal. We'll, we will not do goal setting on the air. Cause that would be awful, but we will talk goal. Our, how about we have the, the idea to have our goals set and then we'll talk through yeah. them. I pretty much know mine already because, but yes, I, I don't. They may like change. to surprise myself. Yeah. Do you? Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I will try and be a little bit creative with what I put down, but yes. Okay. Okay, my darling. Happy writing. <gasps> and you. Don't forget to tune in and subscribe on your podcatcher. And when you have a moment, please leave a review.